Good afternoon to the World Wide Web and how are we today? How are we everyone? This is Lachlan and today is Confidence Mastery episode number three. So I've already went over self-esteem, I've went over self-concept and today is going to be about self-confidence but more related to when you're it was self-confidence in general, but it's it's how it can I help you achieve your goals in life, <clears throat> okay? Because it's a big, it's an important part of of achieving your goals, and it's an important part of life. And there's different explanations for self-confidence, but what does it mean to have self-confidence? Now, to self to have self-confidence, it basically means being fully cool accepting yourself for who you are and others you know for who they are right and it, and it means being free from self-doubt and and having self-belief and self-assurance that that you need to follow through your on the desired you know actions that you need to take and intentions that you're setting and you're not falling into the trap of indecision and hesitation and that was me, you know, I, I couldn't make a decision, you know, I was always hesitating on, on taking that step. And by having self-confidence, it means that you're, you're fully confident within yourself to make a decision and take the action. And it also means you're not, not basing your, your personal value or your personal worth on outside sources, you know, such as other people, okay, or the certain outcome of a, a situation. And you know, to have that true self-confidence, it's 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 something that comes from within. Okay. It's a it's a knowing within. It, it's something that you just know and accept, okay, wholeheartedly. You know, it, it's not something that you try to do or be, but it's just something that you are, okay? It's just part of you, you know, and you you are part of you and you're part of it. And and that's why it's called self-confidence. We're not talking about just confidence here. We're talking about self-confidence. And now, I'm not saying that you, you can't develop self-confidence and because you can certainly boost your levels of confidence. However, it, it doesn't really become part of you until, until you become one with it. Okay? You know, because, for instance, you can act confident, but that's not really true self-confidence. Because acting as if you're confident, that still comes with doubt and hesitation, okay? It's not until you you, be, you become one with what you're doing and fully let go of the fear, you know, of making mistakes or the fear of failing, you know, or anything else that scares you, okay? It, it's Then you, be, you start to develop true self-confidence when you eradicate the, the fear out of your life. Because anybody can decide to feel confident, okay? But a feeling of confidence is only temporary, okay? And it depends on what's happening on the outside of you. And, you know, and also if, if things are going well, you will feel confident. But if things aren't going so well, then, you know, you will lose that confidence and it will quickly disappear. So true confidence, it's not, it can't be a feeling. It must instead be a part of who you are, no matter what's going on around you, okay? Now, you know, for example, imagine undertaking a task that you've never done before, okay? And saying to yourself, you know, I'm feeling confident. 
right? Or I have self-confidence, okay? Now, which of the two statements is a more powerful statement? Now, and most people would say that the second statement is more powerful, you know, because to have something is much more powerful and permanent than if I was to feel something, you know? But, you know, if you think about that, because that's the key to help you to develop true and lasting self-confidence, you know? I have self-confidence because you, you own it. You have it as part of you and you're not feeling because feelings are temporary. And and self-confidence is much like a muscle, okay? And developing self-confidence, it's not easy all the time, right? And, and it does take time. But the good news is it is much like a muscle, okay? If you go to the gym, you know, and, and you're doing bicep curls at the gym, okay? And your goal is to develop muscle growth, but but you're failing to achieve muscle growth, right? So if you're going and you're expecting the muscles to grow significantly after one or two sessions, you're going to be disappointed. Or you expect to achieve the, the growth by lifting very light weights, okay? You're going to be disappointed. Or if you expect to, to get big muscles by working out inconsistently, you're going to be disappointed. Okay, and we, you know, we all no doubt realize that that that's a flawed way of thinking about muscle growth when it comes to going to the gym. Your biceps will only grow after several weeks, months, or years of training, and only when you lift, you know, heavier weights and you keep raising the bar and and trying to improve, and you have to commit yourself to going consistently for not just a couple of days, for a, a, a extended period of time. And obviously, there's other factors, rest, nutrition, etc. But for the most part, it, you know, this is how you grow your biceps. You have to go consistently. You have to lift heavier weights. You have to push yourself. And that's the same as, as self-confidence. Because your levels of confidence are like a muscle in your body. And it only grows stronger over time when you use and develop the muscle. Okay? Well, and that's what it is. It's like a muscle. And you need to take, you know, action towards a goal that you're looking to achieve. And you need to break down your fears and you, you know, and you do that through gaining new experiences, through, you know, daily self-acceptance, daily self-love. And you can only develop self-confidence when you fully accept yourself and, and really embrace self-love. And that is the only way, because without these, self-confidence cannot grow and cannot become part of who you are. And, and unfortunately, you know, most, most people never fully accept themselves. And this is where the problems lie in life. Because without self-acceptance, they just don't have enough faith in themselves to follow through on their actions. They just don't have the trust in themselves to get the job done. And without faith and trust, there's no real self-love. And without these elements in place, true self-confidence just simply cannot exist. And, and that's a fact. You know, and, and yes, people will fake it until they make it. And, you know, I do coach that sometimes because sometimes you, in certain situations, you have to be able to fake it. You know, but and if we're talking about gaining self-confidence, then, you know, faking it till you're making it is not being self-confident. And you're going to get people that will try to pretend to feel confident and to overcome a fear or to get through a difficult situation. But it doesn't always work. It doesn't work because they make the same mistakes, you know, and there's, there's normally this, there's three mistakes that people will make, okay? They, they expect that their confidence will improve significantly over a couple of times. You're trying it 
They expect to see a big boost in their confidence by doing small things that never take them outside their comfort zone. Or they expect that working on their confidence every now and again will create lasting change. And that's just not how it works. You know, if you're using these tactics, it's not going to work, you know, because they don't work for the, they're not going to work for developing the bicep muscle and they're certainly not going to work to develop your self-confidence. Now, I'm not saying that we can't develop confidence by taking small steps because that's a good strategy. But it's like lifting those tiny weights and never increasing the resistance. Without that additional resistance, the muscle isn't going to be put in, under enough strain or tension in order to grow. And that's the same as, you know, pushing yourself beyond what feels comfortable in terms of, you know, achieving what you want to achieve in life. Because sometimes you're going to have to push yourself out there. You're going to have to get outside that comfort zone to grow. Because if you don't, your confidence is just not going to grow. So we, we must be willing to get uncomfortable in order to, to begin to boost those confidence levels. As the famous David Goggin says, get comfortable being uncomfortable, you know? And he's a great guy to listen to if you want to have some motivation. Because, you know, before I go too much into the processes and stuff, you need to understand and up what self-confidence and how, how it comes about. Because where you are now, is a starting point and you have to know where you're going okay and there's different levels of confidence in your life where you you'll be confident in some areas and you'll not be confident in other areas so first of all it's important to fully accept that where you are at this present moment take time to acknowledge what you're scared of your insecurities and how they are stopping you from moving forward you know ask yourself what insecurities do i have you know about specific aspects of my life what fears are holding me back in these areas of my life yeah because by fully accepting you get answers to these questions they're going to help you pave that way to move forward and and make the positive changes you need and the the next step is to acknowledge the areas in your life where you feel confident you know because these are your, your greatest areas of strength and accomplishments you know where do i feel most confident what am I good at? Okay, what's something worthwhile that I have accomplished? How does all this make me feel? Because when you answer these questions, you, you get a sense of what true self-confidence feels like. If you think about it, you know, you, you will know these areas in your life. You will be totally confident in them. And, and then you need to, in the next step, you need to transfer the self-confidence you have in these areas to the areas that you're lacking this confidence in life. And then the final step is, you know, to acknowledge some of the goals you would like to accomplish, but, you, but you're struggling to at the moment because you're lacking in self-confidence. Okay? You know, where specifically would I like to be more confident? What areas in my life? You know, what specifically would that I like to be more confident with? You know? Specify a time, a place, a situation. You know, how exactly do I want to feel in these areas of my life? You know, why is all this important? Why do I want it so badly? You know, what will having self-confidence in this area allow me to do? Because you have to create that desire and that, that urgency. If you want to achieve things, you, you have to be passionate about it if you truly want to achieve goals that you're setting out. Okay? And now, I, I did, as I mentioned, feeling confident, you know? And, and feeling confidence is certainly the first step towards having self-confidence. But most people never get beyond the feeling, you know? And that's the, the, the problem. They never get past the, the feeling 
in the areas that matter most. Okay, and, and that is a, a barrier that you, you have to overcome if you want to accomplish your goals. You know, and when you acknowledge the areas in your life where you would like to feel more confident, then it's important that you must also recognise the obstacles that are going to prevent you from moving forward. You know, what obstacles am I going to face on this journey? You know, what specifically will these obstacles prevent me from doing? How will I handle these obstacles when they come in my way or when they arise? Because many people struggle with, you know, identifying obstacles because obstacles are scary, you know. They, they, they're the element we'd rather not face. And yet we have so many obstacles that, that, that come in our way and they're inevitable. Sooner or later, they're going to pop up in your life. And if you're not ready to cope with them or deal with them at that time, you're going to go right back into where you feel comfortable, that comfort zone, and you're not going to be growing. Because acknowledging, you know, what obstacles you, you, you're going to come up against, then, then you, you will understand what ones are going to be overwhelming. And then you could potentially, you know, weaken your sense of confidence you originally had. And, and that's what it's about is we can easily shift our perspective and look at obstacles in another way. You know, for instance, taking the time to understand potential obstacles that you're going to face because this can help you boost your levels of confidence as long as you get a plan in, in place and how you're going to overcome them. Because having a plan, you know, you know, an action plan to, to move beyond these obstacles, they're going to help you develop a deeper sense of confidence. And this, you know, by no means is self-confidence, you know, because there's still plenty of hesitation and doubt in, in terms of, of making the progress you're, you're wanting to make. But it's a start. Because you're shifting the perspective about the, the obstacles you face, it's important to acknowledge, above all else, that self-confidence is a state of mind. It's not something you do, but rather something you are. Okay, It's a mindset you bring into every situation. And that's what makes all the difference. Because when, when you have self-confidence, you naturally see failure, rejection, criticism, embarrassment, uncomfortableness to change, or a mistake you've made in a very different way compared to a person who doesn't have the same level of self-confidence. You know, and, and this is the the difference in how you like make all the the how the difference in how you make the changes and how you handle situations. Okay, because for most people, these kind of situations they're difficult to face and it's very easy to to get down on yourself, you know, when you're facing failure, when you're facing criticism or rejection, you know, just the very thought of these circumstances makes people cringe and their confidence quickly plummets. And, and why is that? It's because the confidence comes from the feeling and not from the knowing. Okay, they, they feel confident only when the circumstances are favourable. But at the moment, you know, the winds change and they face some kind of obstacle or adversity, then the panic sets in. And as a result, the confidence shrinks. Okay, because the, the one big key here to developing self-confidence is to begin with progressively shifting how you see, perceive certain situations or circumstances. You can either choose to see them one way or another way. One way is more favourable than the other way. However, the choice is always yours to make. Life's about choice. You know, we, we choose what we, we how we choose to view things or how we choose to act. So... So how, how do people who have tremendous amount of self-confidence perceive failure, rejection, embarrassment, fear, criticism, you know, 
or even making mistakes? How do they consistently play out these circumstances in their mind? And there's many different ways, but, you know, for example, you know, the fear of failure, you know, if somebody's got, you know, high levels of self-confidence, they, they see failure as, a, as inevitable. They understand that the more risks they take, the more likely that the chances of failure. However, at the same time, the more risks, the equal opportunity or possibility of success. And they're cool with that. They realise that failure is simply a part of success. In fact, they see failure as nothing more but a stepping stone because, so you know, towards success, because every failed attempt, they're going to get feedback from it. And then they use that feedback to make better choices, better decisions in the future. And that's why their self-confidence never fades. You know, and then if you look at, you know, fear of making mistakes, you know, the people who have the high self-confidence, they look at that as an opportunity to learn and grow. You know, they've learned what worked and what didn't work, what, what played out as expected and what didn't, you know, what tweaks has to be made, you know, to improve the future attempts. And, and they use this knowledge and information to do better next time around. In fact, they see that the more mistakes they make, the more wisdom they get. And this comes from the experience, okay? And they know what doesn't work, you know? And, and the more you, you know of that doesn't work, the better odds of success next time around. Okay, that's, that's how they see mistakes, which is why their self-confidence doesn't, you know, fade away when they make mistakes. Just actually, it's just more education for them. And if you're, if you're you know, facing rejection, because people who, again, you know, if they put the, the higher levels of self-confidence, rejection, it can often be a misunderstanding of some kind. If you clear up the misunderstanding, that by itself can clear up the rejection. However, you know, they, they also recognise that at times that just people have different beliefs, values, opinions, and as a result, they will never look favourably upon their opinions. And that's just how life is. People are different. You know, and that's what makes you unique. What's what makes me unique? We're, we're unique. And that's what it's about. It's about accepting that, you know, the fact is that you just move on to the next person. We could have more similar values, beliefs, opinions, and or they could agree with you. Okay, and, and that's that's what it is. We are all different. And same if you have criticism, you know, uh, people who have the, the high self-confidence, they just accept that criticism provides them feedback. Okay, and they use that to better themselves the next time around. They use them to get better ideas, a better approach. You know, and even if it comes across as, you know, oh, well, not, you know, constructive, they still take it on board and use it to create a positive change in your life. It's all about how you perceive things. Because criticism has nothing to do with, you know, them personally. It's just, it's how the other person views it. The other person might, might be feeling angry or frustrated or maybe they've had a bad, bad day, or maybe they're just envious of them for some reason. Because often people will, will, will throw harsh criticism at others because either they, they don't understand it or they're struggling with their own self-esteem. Self-confident people understand this. And this is why, you know, they, they have self-confidence because they know how to handle all these different situations. And it's the same when it comes to fear. You know, something with, with, with a high level of, of self-confidence, understand that fear is, you know, exists because of the uncertainty. Anything new they haven't done before will always bring a little uncertainty. And with the uncertainty comes fear. Okay, but they're not faced by the fear because they recognise that feeling fear signifies that they need to be more focused and patient. They must take their time to practice and gain the necessary experience to turn what was once uncertain into something more certain. And that, of course, comes with the experience of gaining new skills, knowledge, support, you know, new tools to, that you're going to require to help you move through 
forward through uncertain situations and do it successfully. They challenge fear head on, you know, and and, and this is why they, they have the self-confidence and this is why they're successful. Okay, you know, and, and there's all there's different other ones you could you could talk about people, you know, embarrassment, you know, and that's just an extension of fear, fear of making mistakes. And and these two fears are simply, you know, outcropping of the fear of criticism, the fear of rejection. Okay, and that's just the, the fear the and that comes out to the form of embarrassment, not wanting to do something because these fears are stepping in the way of your of your life. And you don't under you don't know what by overcoming that what you're going to get. Okay, so it's it's by overcoming fear is is that you're owning everything that you do, no matter how poorly you do it at first. Okay, and that's what you, you want to be looking at. You want to be looking at how do I navigate through life and not let anything and affect my confidence and I just continue to push through. You know, uncomfortable change. Everybody has to go through change. We all have to change, you know, one way or another. And you know, and when you look at the seasons of change every year, and that's what somebody with high self-confidence, they'll look at it that, you know, they understand that life goes on through different peaks and troughs throughout a whole lifetime. And you have to, you know, accept that changes will happen and just adapt to them. Okay. And and for me, I, I like change because it, I understand that, you know, an unwanted change can often bring unexpected benefits and new opportunities. And I didn't know they were possible. It's happened to me so much Okay, so now I welcome change, and and how do you how do you build your your self confidence? Okay, and and I'll go through some guidelines to to help you you know construct your self confidence, and over the next few days, weeks, or months ahead, however long you want to do it. Okay, and these are just simple suggestions, and they're quite straightforward. But don't be fooled by the fact that you might have done this before and it doesn't work. Because the key to success is consistency. Doing something once or even, you know, once in a while is not going to get you the results. You have to commit to consistent action day after day after day. And it was great. I had a conversation with somebody last night and I was feeling a bit sorry for myself in a certain situation. And he just said to me, he said, you want everything now? He said, you've just started. You want everything now? He says, you're, you're, you're basically putting in the groundwork. He says, you can't expect to have everything now. And he was so right. I need to be consistently pushing forward no matter what. And the results will come. And and it's great when you have people like that, you can bounce off and they can be honest with you and not just agree with you. And that's what I'm, I'm like even going on to now is, is about finding mentors and role models. Because as I said before, you're the average of the five closest, the five people you spend the most time with. So if, you know, if your five closest friends are consistently experiencing low levels of self-confidence, then it's, you know, it's likely that that's going to be the same for you, you know, and, and vice versa. If you, you're hanging about with people who are, you know, super confident and, you know, they're successful, the likelihood is that's going to be you as well. Okay. So it's, it's actually critical that you, you associate yourself with people who are going to raise you as a person, your confidence, your, you know, business skills. You know, people who are energetic, upbeat, passionate, inspiring. People who are naturally confident and capable of, of handling any situation. And they'll, be, they'll do nothing but encourage you in the toughest times. And these are the people that you need to have around you. And it's so important who you surround yourself. And when, it's, when, you, when you're looking at finding mentors or role models, it's important that you look outside your social circle. 
you know, look at books, websites, podcasts, documentaries, you know, read how people overcome, you know, life's challenges and get a sense of, you know, what's what's going to take for you to rise above it. You look at real life stories and, and, and see who you can relate to and, and get educated, feed your mind. Okay, because by doing this, then you can start to model your behaviours, your decisions, your actions on people who you look up to. And this will give you, you know, more self-confidence because you, you know that it's worked for them. So why wouldn't it work for you? Okay, because consistency is, is key, you know, because everything in life follows, you know, a set of patterns from the planets to the moons to the seasons to the migration of animals to the behaviours in human beings. Okay, everything in life falls apart and everything in the universe, absolutely everything. And, you know, with, and with that, of course, it's, it's good for all of us, especially for us who want to improve our self-confidence. Why? Because self-confidence can be modelled and practised. You know, your peers, your mentors, your role models, all these people who have self-confidence, you know, and the, the self-confidence that you want to instill within yourself they live out daily patterns and their patterns are reflected in the way that they, they sit, they act, they dress, they talk, they walk, they think, they interact with others, you know, how they spend their time. Within every single person, their, their actions, these successful, confident people, their actions will ooze self-confidence and that's what you need to, you know, figure out what it is and then bottle it up and drink it for yourself, okay? And, and, and have a think about people who you look up to, role models, or, or people that you, you, you would like to be doing what they are doing in life. How does this person act, you know? How do they, how do they talk, you know? How do they walk? How do they sit, you know? I, you know, it, everything about them. How do they interact with others? How do they dress? How do they spend their time, you know? You know, in situations, you know, how, how do they handle situations with different people, you know, what's their beliefs, what do they believe about themselves, what do they believe about others, what do they believe about circumstances, and you'll get all this in books, podcasts, articles, the people are very open, especially people who are successful and, and have made it, they'll be quite open to sharing their story, you know, what skills are they good at, you know, what additional parts of behaviour can you see that in them that might be of value to you, and to better understand what it takes to, to have self-confidence. There's, there's so much information out there. Google's free, you know. If you want to improve your life, there's no excuse not to do it. There's definitely not. And that's why I'm on here doing videos, to help improve your life, but it's also to help improve my life. I have a, a, a big dream, a big vision of being on stage, talking to thousands of people, motivating people. But I have to start here because I can't just walk out on a stage and do it. I know where my, my vision's taking me. So I have to start here, and it's about knowing that and having the confidence in yourself to say, I am going to achieve that, but I know I have to do the groundwork first. Okay? You know, and and these, these questions that I pose to you, you know, take your time and answer these questions. Okay? Because it will give you an insight or, and what it takes to, to have self-confidence when you when you look at all these people and you start noting what they're doing. And, and then the, the key is, you know, you use the information to make the small adjustments in your life. You know, ask yourself questions like, how can I begin modeling, you know, these people in the smallest way first? How can I use the information to help me improve my own self-confidence? And you can begin by dressing like them, okay? You know, because as soon as you start looking after yourself, dressing, you, immediately your self-image will improve. And as a result, your confidence in yourself will improve. 
but you need to take, you know, small progressive steps. Don't try and do everything at one time. Try and perfect one thing at a time. Start with one thing, develop a habit, and then move on to the next thing. And with the, the consistency, you know, you, you will you will start to consciously model on these people and it will just become a, a natural habit for you. It'll become second nature. You know, and then you need to look at improving your, your physiology, how you move your body, because that's important to you, how you develop your, your self-confidence, because it's important how you move your body, how you walk, how you sit, how you breathe. They all have an impact on how you think, you know, how you think about life, how you think about events, circumstances, and how you just generally think about life, day-to-day -day life, okay? And just take that a little bit of time to compare your physiology of the person with self-confidence and a person without it and see where you fit in here. See how different you are, how, how different you walk. Are you slunched over, you know, are you your shoulders back, deep breathing, confident, eye contact, okay? Because a person with, with self-confidence will move faster, they'll breathe deeper, they'll walk and sit down more upright, okay? And if you look at somebody with low self-confidence, they'll be sluggish, they'll have shallow breaths, they'll slouch over. And these are big factors that will influence how these people experience their reality. And making just these small adjustments in one or, or these areas immediately, it's going to transform how you see the world and how you experience circumstances in your life. You know, be adventurous, be curious. Okay, because people who have got self-confidence are very curious, they're adventurous, they want to try new things, they want to get outside that comfort zone, they want to expand their horizons. Okay, you know, they're accepting that, you know, trying new things is going to bring mistakes, but it's going to help them grow, it's going to show them to try new things, they're going to be able to handle different situations because they've tried different situations. And being adventurous, it's not easy for every person. You know, especially if you love being in that comfort zone and you're, you're too scared to break out of it. But adventure always begins with a curious mind. And therefore, if you cultivate curiosity, it's, a, it's an amazing place to start. And just think of the fun that you're going to have. Just think of the times where you've went and you've been too scared to try something, you've tried it and you've, you've totally loved it. Like my wife, for example, we went to Disney World and she never went on a roller coaster her whole life and I tripped her on to Space Mountain. And see, after that, she, she just didn't want to come off them. She wanted to go on every single one of them. But yeah, if I never tricked her, she would never have been on one. And all curiosity will encourage you to step outside that comfort zone. Take risks, take chances. It's the one thing that will open your mind to new possibilities and perspectives. And with that, curiosity begins with the act of asking effective questions. The more questions you ask about what exists outside your comfort zone, the more curious you become. And the more curious you become, you naturally develop a more adventurous spirit, which, of course, is a requirement for developing self-confidence. You know, set, set, look at your goals. You know, set achievable but difficult goals. Because you need to stretch outside that comfort zone and follow your adventurous spirit. You need to set achievable goals that are just beyond your comfort zone. These goals are challenging, but they, they're reachable. And with a little bit of work and some discomfort, you're going to achieve them because goals are important because they help you live with a deeper sense of purpose. Well, they also keep you focused and motivated on what's important in life. And, you know, there's a right and a wrong way to set goals. Now, there's a couple of different models that I would suggest. You've got the grow model, which I use quite a lot. 
And that's, you know, your goal. What is your goal? Your reality? Where are you now? The options, what can I do? And the will, what will I do? Or you've got the, the smart goal method as well, which I also use as well. And that's specific, right? Specific, clear goals. Measurable, can you track them? Attainable, are they challenging but yet achievable? Realistic, can you realistically achieve them? And time, set a specific time and when you will achieve them. Now, either, step, either style of the goal setting can be uh, as good. It's just what whatever one resonates with you. And as I said, I use both of them. And I've got different programs where I use the different ones. But they're, they're both good. They're both good. You know, what else have we got here? You know, encourage other people. Okay? Because it's often overlooked. And this is, this for me, is what really propelled me into the world of self-development. And it, it really helped my confidence. And it can't, that, and that came with encouraging other people when times are difficult. Because when you encourage others, you boost your own self-belief. You boost your own self-confidence. Because then you have someone who supports and, and believes in you. And that goes a long way towards breaking down your own barriers. But when you're helping somebody navigate through their barriers, you have this overwhelming sense of, you know, confidence within yourself, belief within yourself, because you're seeing the impacts it's having on other people's life. And it's so helpful because, you know, through these simple acts of encouraging others, you you really begin to feel better about yourself. And people will often give you feedback. And, you know, and they, they will encourage you in return. And then next thing you know, you're in each other's corner, helping each other through thick and thin. And it, it, it's, it works wonders in developing self-confidence. And every single morning I wake up, I meditate, do all my stuff and ask, how can I be of service today? And I go above and beyond what, what's needed in, in situations through the day because I've set that intention when I wake up, you know, how can I be of service today? And that's what it is. And it's, and it's genuine. I don't come from us. I don't have a, an alternative, you know, agenda or whatever. I really just come from a place of wanting to bring value to other people's life because I know whatever I get give out, I get back in return tenfold. And life is just so much happier when you're helping other people, you're surrounding yourself with positive, encouraging people. You know, I, 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 I had a life full of negativity. And most of the time I brought the negativity to the party. And I, and I look back and I'm often embarrassed about how I acted. And I think, what were people thinking about me back then? Whereas I was thinking I was Jack the Lad. And they were thinking, who's this clown? Okay, and that's it, you know, surround yourself with great people, help these people, help people who are less fortunate than you, and, and uh, you, you will have no idea how much this can improve your, your self-confidence. And another thing that will help you improve it is, you know, your ability to solve problems. Start thinking of problems in a creative way, because, you know, for, for me, I used to always look at the what, you know, box my head in and, and stress out about problems. But see, when you start to actually look at problems and, and be solution orientated and not focus on the worst. You know, there's there's always a solution to a problem. And if you can, you know, solve your problems creatively, creativity, creatively, <laughs> there we go. And you'll find that when you start to look at other areas of your life, you, you will start to navigate through life a lot easier. Believe you me you will naturally grow within and every time you solve a problem it's going to give you more confidence and belief in yourself because a lot of the time we don't voice what we think because we're from the fear of being wrong 
but we can know how many times have you went to answer something or went to something and you were too scared to get it wrong and then another few other people have answered that they've all got it wrong and then the teacher or whoever gives the answer and you're sitting there and you've got it right you know it's happened to me loads of times so just get outside that comfort zone you know start to you know get yourself out there push the boundaries get out of comfort zone you know unlock that self-confidence mindset okay because as I said earlier, there's a big difference between feeling confident and having self-confidence. And, you know, and the difference essentially comes down to your mindset. Because the, the person who's feeling confident only feels that way because of how things are externally outside them. The moment circumstances change, their feelings change. And so does their confidence levels, okay? But on the other hand, when someone has self-confidence, this means the confidence comes within themselves, okay? Irrelevant of what's going on outside them. So no matter how things change in the external world, the confidence remains the same. You know, they, you know, they they gauge their confidence from internal sources, and this comes down to the mindset. What is your mindset? Okay. Oops, now I take my computer out there. And the the mindset that these people bring to every situation that makes a difference. You know, because when you bring this this, you know, solution oriented, you know, confident, positive mindset. It's unbelievable how circumstances in your life will will will, will be different, okay? Because you know when you you're bringing a very specific mindset into a situation, okay, that can influence the decision you make and the actions you take, and and this could you know obviously uh, impacts the outcome. So having you know this this you know self confident mindset, it's it's only about how you think and perceive a, a situation, okay. But it's it's also encompasses how you behave and act in a situation as a result of your thoughts and, and your perspective. Okay, so how does a person with a, a mindset, you know, a self-confident mindset, how do how do they what what qualities have, have they got? What components have they got? Because when you're thinking about the individual components of self-confidence, you know, what is it you think about? You know, maybe passion, curiosity, courage, gratitude. Self-discipline, patience, determination. Self-confidence is made up of, you know, so many different things working together as a unit. So to develop more self-confidence, you need to focus on growing yourself in every area of your life. The more you grow and develop yourself in every area, the, the, the higher levels of, of self-confidence you're going to have. You know, because look at, right, you talk about passion, because that's required to keep you focused and motivated. So... When you when you have value in your activities, and that fuels your self confidence, curiosity. What I spoke to you about before, you know, that's required to gain the insights you need to work through problems successfully. Courage, that's required to help you face your fears, and you know, and you need that for the, the self confidence because you need to overcome these problems. Gratitude, one of my favourites, because that's you need you need to see the blessings in every situation, and you need to know that every no matter what happens, you're still going to learn from it. And you be grateful for everything in your life. Self-discipline. You need that to stay focused, you know, on a target for an extended period of time. And even when things aren't working out, you need to stay disciplined and move forward. And patience, because things aren't always going to go as planned. And you need to be willing to, to grow from experience. And, and that's what self-confidence, you know, it, it comes through experience. And, and from that, you need to be patient. And, you know, determination, you know, you need to be persistent and work through difficulties, no matter what you face. Yeah, so, you know, and, and 
this is different areas of your life, but together you can build this self-confidence, you know, keep working and moving towards a better you, moving towards your goals fearlessly, and don't get put off by setbacks. Use them as learning curves. You know, and, and when things do go wrong, you know, how you speak to yourself, use empowering language. Because it's not all just about how you think. It's also how you talk to yourself. And I've said this so many in every video, I think. And the people with, with high self-confidence, they use empowering language. And this helps them break down barriers. And it, and it's not just about the words they speak, but it's also how they express these words and the power of their language that makes all the difference. You know, you want to expect positive outcomes. And and that, that's the difference between a person with self-confidence and a person without. You know, they, they think everything's going to fail someday without, but someday with, with, with high self-confidence, they believe that they're going to achieve it. They, they're looking for the best outcomes. And yeah, things go wrong. That happens. But, you know, that doesn't change somebody with, with high self-confidence. It doesn't change. And they understand that every problem presents an opportunity, whether it's good or bad. But if something happens, they can use to learn from it so it doesn't happen again. You know, keep the, the, the thoughts positive and, all, and always look for solution-focused questions. And, and what, you, what happens when, you're, when you, you cultivate curiosity and have the, willies, <clears throat> the willingness to, you know, and the courage to ask, you know, solution-focused questions, that moves you towards your desired outcome, okay? And what this actually does is it also avoids you from making excuses because when you ask solution-focused questions, you cannot make excuses because you're looking for the answers. You know, you're looking for potential opportunities. You know, you're looking for things that you can take advantage of. And, and this is what's required to develop high self-confidence. Because the more questions you ask, you know, the better answers you're going to get and the more you're going to know. You know, and so when something happens the next time, you'll be more educated. Challenge your limiting beliefs. Well, we, we all have limiting beliefs in some levels in our life, Okay. And self-confidence just requires that you consistently challenge these beliefs. These beliefs are something that we picked up when we were kids. They weren't even ours. We've just took them on. Okay? So challenge them. Okay? Challenge them every single time you, you're doubting yourself, you think you're going to fail. Challenge them. You know, step out of that, you know, feeling sorry for myself, that victim role, and challenge them and know that you are worthy. You are capable. You are good enough. You do belong. Okay? Because if you fail to do this, you know, then you're going to lack the necessary self-confidence when you're looking to move forward and achieving your goals. Do not let limiting beliefs get in your way, okay? Because these limiting beliefs, they will sabotage you time and time again. And, and you know, and they, they, they will be in direct conflict with your desired actions. You know, self-confidence simply cannot exist unless you eliminate these beliefs from your life, you know? And believe you me, uh, these are the beliefs we cannot... We, the beliefs will always be with us, but if we choose to give them the power, they will affect us. But if we do not choose to give them the power, and then instead of focusing on, oh, I'm not good enough, step out of that, redirect our focus on the end result, what's the goal we're going, and then make a decision based from that. Okay, so it's just about being self-aware that these beliefs are here, but I don't have to make a, a decision based on that. I can step out of that, get out of my comfort zone, and make something new. And, all, and, and you know what, laughter, you know, being happy, you know, making fun of yourself in a situation instead of freaking out in a situation, humour brings something different to everything. Rather than being a victim of a circumstance, you can, you, you can see the self, yourself, you know, as, you know, whatever it may be. I don't know how to, to phrase it, but 
you no longer see yourself as a victim, but you, you will see the situation as something you can potentially control because it doesn't affect you emotionally. If you're able to laugh at it, you're not getting sucked into that negative emotion. So, and because the laughing, it relaxes you and it immediately frees the brain from searching for answers. So it immediately stops the brain from going down that road of self-pity or fear or whatever it may be. And I, I'm out of breath. There's a bit of a tangent I've been on there. You know, so what else have we got? What else have we got? Where was I there? Limit beliefs, laughter. Upgrade your personal standards, okay? Because people who have high levels of self-confidence, they have high standards for themselves, okay? Their high standards encourage them to think and act in a way that goes above and beyond how normal people will think and act in every situation, okay? You expect more from yourself in, in every situation, and this is because you're naturally more confident and you know that you can get the job done. And of course, confidence comes from reaching, you know, personal standards. And this is why you don't set standards that are too far beyond you, that you, you know that you cannot get and you're just wishing. You set achievable standards that are going to push the boundaries, that are going to take a bit of work, that are going to take you out of the comfort zone. But over time, you gain more experience, you gain more confidence. You know, in essence, this is one of the, 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 the best ways to, to grow your self-confidence. And, and also just avoid, you know, depleting habits, self-criticism, procrastination, perfectionism, dwelling on failure, you know, dwelling on making mistakes. These are all things that will deplete your, your levels of self-confidence. And this is why people with high levels of self-confidence never, ever dabble in these habits. They avoid these habits like the play because they know the negative impact that they can have on, like, for example, right, criticizing yourself it's uh, it goes against the, the habit of curiosity. So you know if you're using humor and empowering language, then it's going to combat that. Okay, so they're criticizing yourself. Use humor, empower yourself. And if you're dwelling on failure and mistakes, that goes against the, the habit of gratitude. So ask solution-focused questions. If you're indulging in procrastination, that goes against the act of setting high standards. You know, and and then there's perfectionism. This is a form of patience. However, it's also a form of procrastination that hides fear and indecision, which certainly don't mess very well with self-confidence. So just get rid of them all. You know, because ultimately you have a choice. You can either choose to indulge in these habits that deplete your levels of self-confidence, or you can choose alternative habits that over time will raise the levels, raise your self-confidence. And that choice, of course, is yours to make. You know, choose wisely. You know, ask yourself, is this habit I have chosen for myself building or tearing down my levels of self-confidence? You know, and that's what it's about. It's about being aware of being aware of what's going on inside you. When difficult situations arise, ask, what's coming up for me? Not, you know, so like what's coming up for me? You know, am I scared? Am I scared to be seen as silly or am I scared people will laugh at me or what is truly coming up with you? And when you start asking these questions, then you can look at that's this limiting belief that it's not true. So you don't have to give that the power. You can then step into the different energy and say, right, here's my end result. Okay, I'm focused on that. I'm going to make a decision based on what my emotions are attached to that. And then you'll get the next obvious action. Okay. So that's what that's that's me for today, guys. And and this is what it's all about. I'm, I'm doing eight videos here to help people build their self-confidence. And there's different 
you know, there's different ways of doing it. And I'm trying to make it as simple as possible. But more importantly, I'm trying to do it from my own experience. And what I know for me is if I set a goal, okay, and it's aligned and it's it's maybe a bit difficult, but I know that as long as I work hard, I'm going to achieve it. And then I break it down into small, sizable steps. Every day I have a to-do list where I, I, I take these steps, these aligned actions. I know by doing this daily, I'm going to achieve that. So I have to have self-discipline. But it takes the self-confidence to, to undertake some of these tasks. It's up to you. If you want a life that you love, then start making decisions based on a life that you love. Stop giving it to fear. You know, stop giving it any rejection, criticism, all this other stuff, which really is all false. It's how you perceive it. Stop tricking yourself into not doing what you want to do because that's what you're doing. You're staying in your comfort zone. You're scared to step out of it because of how you perceive, you think people will perceive you. You know, it doesn't matter. It's up to you. If you want success and you want to achieve your wildest desires, start taking the action. Start building your confidence. Start achieving your goals. Start helping other people. Be of service to your community, your friends, your family. Start loving yourself. Okay, and that is me for today, guys. Listen, I hope you all have a fantastic week. Take care and ciao for now.